This episode of Unlocked is brought to you by ForHims.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unlocked, episode 346. Today, I am joined by John Ryan. Hello. Brandon Tyrell. Hi. And Dustin Legary. Hey, everybody. What's up? Uh, today, we are talking about our impressions of State of Decay 2. The review comes up yeah. tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Rage 2 finally got a trailer. We have a bunch of Red Dead impressions because JR here has actually played it. Oh, I've super not played news. it. Oh, you've seen <laughs> gameplay I've of seen, it. I've watched somebody else play it. That counts. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. It's the closest anyone's been. I just um, wanted to head that right off from the past. So nobody out there at home is just like, controller. what? <laughs> yeah. Simon look at these the hands. Oh, there's 100% like a sniper's reticle, like right Yeah, the I love the idea you're like, look at these hands. They've done it. <laughs> they have not touched this. I'll um, never watch but them. why don't we start with State of Decay 2? Have you played it? I have not. Okay, no, the rest just... of us has jumped right into it. Uh, what do you guys think? Right in. Um, I mean, we're still under embargo. The review embargo isn't up until... Uh, midnight. Midnight, so it'll be up by the time you're listening to this, mm-hmm. but as of the re- this recording, it's not up yet. So, um, Actually, that's a good point. No scores, purchase recommendations, or assessments. Yeah, so we're allowed to talk about what we think of the game, but we can't give like any indication of... A recommendation, which is which is odd, but the review will be up tomorrow. Uh, Dan Stapleton's on that. Yeah. Um, the game has cool. inventory management and you <laughs> search for things. It do- I think we're allowed to talk about it in a positive or negative conversation. I love how we came in here guns blazing. It's like, all right, the big State of Decay episode. And we're all like, wait, can we say that? Are we going to get in trouble for this? No, we're fine. Um, I've played about five hours and uh, I really like it. Not mm. telling anyone to purchase it because I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like it. The one thing that um, I really want to point out to people is that this is like a board game yeah. as a video game. Like, yep. a lot like a board game. In that because a lot of, of the, the buildings, you mean? I mean? We all played the original, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Basically, yeah. not, not the buildings, the way that things are structured. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a systemic-based game. It's a bunch of systems all added together, and then those systems sort of drive the world. It's not, it's not what you would think of a traditional like narrative like sort of yeah. game. Right. Um, it's... Undead Labs has created a AI system and a survivor system and a shelter system. And then all these systems work together to create a world in which you survive in. Uh, so it does really feel like more like a strategy game or, mm-hmm. or a tactics yeah. game. Yeah, and I mean, it that's... feels like some of the instances that happen would be things that would appear as cards. It's yeah. like, oh, a conflict has happened with a neighbor. What yeah. are you going to do? Like exactly. spend these resources to help them or not? So I keep thinking about it like it's a board game. It's not It's not Dead Rising. It's not going to be that. Um, No, no, no. And I I don't think anyone really expected that, but it's a lot more methodical than I thought. And one of the issues we've had when streaming it is people were like, this looks boring. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, because you're seeing what we're doing. You're not invested. Yeah, Yeah. you're not thinking about it. Because when you're playing it, you're constantly thinking about, like, what supplies do I need to get? Exactly. What am I going to spend on this? How much do I already have on me? How much can I afford X, Y, and Z to put down before I can pick up this? Mm -hmm. So that's that's one of the big, sorry, to cut you off. That's one of the big obstacles (laughs) for this game. Um, I'm just going to do it anyway. No. <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, really good. No, that's one of the big obstacles in this game. It's like we've previewed it three or four times now, and we did an IGN first on it. So we've we've shared a lot of information about it. But it's really hard in a 10-minute gameplay chunk to sort of convey the feeling that this thing that I'm doing right now, I'm going to a pizza shop, and I'm looking for food. And you're like, all right, well – you're just going to a pizza shop. That's kind of boring. It's like, but you don't understand. People are starving at home. Right. Like I've, I have put, like I've played the game about f- twelve to fifteen hours now, um, and I put a lot of work into this shelter. I know these survivors, and I know my community. And I call them all by name. Yeah, I You're like. Oh no, Elon needs help. Yeah. Like, Elon Musk is not one of my survivors, but Elon yeah. was the first Evan, name I thought of. Does he need help though? He's nah, fine. he's probably fine. He's fine. It's like Evan's been kind of a dill hole for the last <laughs> two weeks, and I'm at this point where I'm like, Evan. 
one more and you're done. Oh, Gary really needs to take a nap. Seriously? He's been awake for two days. And I'm yeah. like, that guy's really sick. I should shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> that. I mean, that's actually a thing that I find really interesting is like when that resource management starts getting more intense is that mm-hmm. you can just kill your survivors. You can be Use like, you know nice. what? I'm getting rid of you. You're not that helpful. It's difficult for everyone else right here. Now. Oh, dude. Not. Yeah. I, I found this pair of ladies who were like hiding out in a, in a house and I'm like, hey, you should come join me. And I bring them in ostensibly they're great because they're both are great at fighting and great mm-hmm. at shooting mm-hmm. they both pick fights with everyone and yeah. each other Ooh. and like they're super irritable and like literally it's a stat irritable other people do not like them <laughs> and, I, and i'm like i've made a huge mistake and uh i immediately exiled them and i'm just waiting for them to come back and like raid our house one night oh, yeah. they have like yeah. battle armor on yeah seriously <laughs> i didn't even like, know you face. could exile people yeah you can kick them out so like oh, what you do sorry. is you go to them in the community <laughs> screen and you're like exile the survivor and i was like wow that was painless and then it's like great they've been marked for x-file now you have to go tell them in person Person. And oh, you're just no, like, oh, no. oh mm. I wonder how, how much of it's scripted because, I mean, there is a lot of dialogue in the game. That's one thing that I think is actually not great about it is the voice acting's not not great. And it's, it's also it's hit or miss. Yeah. There's pauses in between, like two second pauses in between every <laughs> sentence. And it's like someone hey, will say, what are you like, doing? my oh, brother cool. is dying. <laughs> You must help me. And I'm like, what? what? (laughs) I haven't noticed too much of that, but there are definitely like some of the delivery of the lines. It's hit or miss. It's up or down. Yeah. So that makes me think there's probably a lot of dialogue for all of those instances. So it couldn't be, the quality couldn't be that high. Yeah. There's a ton of dialogue. I I actually, like, even the stories of the characters individually, I got pretty invested in because, again, like a board game, it's like you being like, well, this is my attachment to this character. This is why I care about them. Mm -hmm. Um, As the starting characters, I picked the brother and sister. Yeah, okay. And they're like estranged and they have this thing where like when he's annoyed at her, he'll make a dig that's like, oh, you weren't there for mom when she needed you and she was ooh. sick and you didn't come home. And it's like, ooh, drama. Yeah, yeah. It's like I just get really Delicious. excited about all Delicious. that. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the first one had me just get so invested in the people I was playing as. Like, yeah. Um, the, who was the first guy that you started? Marcus. Mar- Marcus. Yeah. I played with him for so long and then like, because I wasn't paying attention, mm-hmm. he just got literally torn in half one day, and it was just—it was heartbreaking, dude. Because that, of the permadeath, right? Yeah, yeah like it's, it, it's really stressful. Once you lose a survivor, that's it. So, like, you put eight hours into a survivor, and he's a bona fide badass. Exactly what happened with me and Marcus in the first game. I got to the end of the game, and I climbed a tower, and I'm aiming down my gun to like mark targets, you know, around. Yeah. And then I just stepped backwards, and because I'm aiming, the ladder didn't connect, so he just fell. Oh no! And died <laughs> right at the end of the game, oh, and buddy. I'm just like. I was I was shell shocked, but like those, but that's a, that's those a kind cool of things thing happen. That could yeah. happen in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm sniping these zombies, and then I just take a Whoopsies. step back. How did he die? He fell down a ladder. And it's yeah. not like you can <laughs> just. Idiot. It's not like you can just reload either, because no. this game is constantly saving. So yeah. like your actions have consequences. Yeah, which is you know, one of the taglines. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> just diving for the power cord on my Xbox. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal, um, and I think I like that intensity a lot. And basically, anyone who likes managing managing things in a video game, I think, will really enjoy it. But I have to say. Uh, the first game was pretty buggy. I think this one's also still pretty buggy. This Probably is, less so. This one is also buggy. Um, but I have a lot of zombies falling from the sky. Yeah, so that's fun. the thing, too. Yeah. I'm noticing... It's a good one, yeah. Well, it is but, actually fun. Right. Like when it does happen, I'm like, oh, hey, buddy. There's just but, planes I, up in the sky that are yeah. dropping zombies. I played today before the show, and there was like a six-gig patch, so maybe they've addressed some of those kinds Maybe. Of yeah, I mean, it's not out until next week, um, so I maybe. imagine a lot of it is being addressed. And uh, there are issues with the PC version specifically where... I was playing with Doug earlier this week, and he couldn't get out of Crouch, so he was just stuck mm-hmm. crouching whenever he would go into stealth. I didn't have any of those problems on Xbox. So. Maybe he just really likes crouching. Yeah. No, it was definitely a bug. <laughs> you did not seem to well, I know Doug and uh, <laughs> Have crouching. any of you played it co-op? Yes. So uh, Ryan and I played a bunch of co-op in preview, but I have also played a bunch of co-op with Dan for his review. Um, co-op is 
good. It feels like it is the less stable of the two modes. Mm. Um, it definitely has some weird kinks uh, with regard to like how nice. <laughs> Uh, with regard to how uh, you interact with each other, for example, um, some characters like I got in a car with Dan and couldn't open any of my doors. Um, oh, that means you can't do the door nope, open zombie nope. kill thing. And I think what happened is because I got in the driver's seat and Dan's like, I want to drive. And I was like, OK. So I moved over to the passenger seat and then just none of the doors I could open. I oh. can open the driver door, but none of the other doors. Yeah, the child locks on. Mm. Yeah, Classic probably. Yeah. Oh. I mean, he did just make total sense. He did. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, about it's stuff yeah. like that. It's like none of the bugs I'm encountering are game breaking or fun ruining or any other hyphenated oh, adjective you want to use. Thing? That's kind of fun. Um, yeah, but uh, by then I had killed so many zombies with doors. <laughs> uh, it's just there's a lot of them, you know. And it does feel I agree, like the it's a longer line of bugs, and they do have things in place. It's one of the things where you can like uh, use your radio to spawn you to a different location if mm-hmm. you get stuck between two things. Yeah. And that sometimes is a little bit weird when you're searching through environments for whatever it is that you need. Uh, the way that some of the uh, furniture is placed, you can sometimes be like, eh, "Oh yeah." It's like it, I got stuck in a rock the other day, so yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that um, can be a little odd, but they again, do have a lot of systems to fix that stuff. Yeah, again, none of it is game-breaking. It's not going to ruin your experience or anything, but there are just a lot of bugs, you know? And they're minor. Sometimes you uh, the door looks like it's open, but it's actually closed, so you have to, like, close the door and then reopen, like, close the closed door and then reopen it yeah it's it's just it's it it's right i think ryan coined it really well he said the first game had this like sort of lovable jank to it and like some some of that has transitioned over it is much better looking it runs much better i mean uh full disclosure i've been playing on a one x almost exclusively so um i'm not sure how it looks on a one just yet i think the game looks fine i don't think it looks fantastic but i also don't care because again i'm thinking about this as like a management yeah or a simulator more so than i am as like a shooter yeah i really, really enjoyed the short amount of time that i play with it because mm-hmm. like you guys are talking about being invested in the characters that you're trying to protect and like i like it a lot why you want to protect them and every time i go and i get a mission i'm, I'm like well i should get this back to base but i really want to upgrade my backpack mm-hmm. so i can't yeah. wait till i figure out how to do that i think the amount of stuff that you have systems. to do is very addictive mm-hmm. and it's also as you keep playing and you learn more systems, you're like, yeah. oh, if I get a better car, I can fit more loot in the back of my car. Yeah. Cargo and vans, guys. My car, Cargo and vans. And all of my loot automatically gets transported into my like safe mm-hmm. yeah. space. And it's like, it's just, all of that is, is really smart. I don't, well, I can't say the sentence I was going to say because it would break and bug the rules. <laughs> but this is a video game that I enjoy. And Personally. And I can't tell you if you would because that's against the rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, having not played it, think similarly i guess Excellent. It was the first one i liked a lot yeah so i will probably play the second one i'm really enjoying it uh i've been playing it almost entirely solo uh co-op is fun it it, it how does it work how do so, you pull someone into it so there is a host player in a host world so essentially you have a game and you're like hey brandon come help me out and i'm like okay alana so i jump into your game mm-hmm. um now everything that i do in your world is persistent to you so nothing mm-hmm. n- like so you don't take any resources no no no. so your supply locker is yours when i load into your world and i go to your supply locker it's all my stuff from my supply locker oh. so i can't like steal oh, stuff from you cool. um so what's the benefit of you coming in, into my world then so i can help you place. i can help you kill plague hearts i can help you complete quests but you don't get anything for you it? do so any experience that you gain um in your influence? skills or yeah influence yeah mm-hmm or experience in your actual skills mm-hmm. like your shooting and your fighting and whatnot all of that stuff is is stays okay and anything you have in your inventory when you leave also stays so if i find a sweet scar in your game i now have that sweet scar in my game um and then when you leave depending on how much you contributed to your game uh, i go back to my hq and it's like hey thanks for playing multiplayer 
uh, because of your actions, you're given this. And it's usually a hefty chunk of influence. Mm. I think playing with Dan for two and a half hours, uh, I got 1,500 influence, which is Oh, wow. A sizable cool. amount, yeah. Uh, and then I got like yeah, yeah, some seeds and a, a box of pills and you know, here. A, a, si- a silencer. So it's like the stuff I got from the rewards wasn't really worth it, but the, the influence. influence that I got was huge. And helping Dan, who's a good friend of ours. Well, yeah. that's the thing is if you imagine a bunch of kids playing this game, aren't there just going to be fights about whose world they go to? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like aren't they going to be like, no, you come to mine, and then no one's just going to do anything? I was I was pleasantly surprised like how much uh, you actually gain after helping other people. I mean, anything I find in your world, I get, and I did. Like I, I grabbed a bunch of gas from just around his base and like put it in my inventory. And I was like, see you later. Because <laughs> I was short on gas in my world. Um, I will say like delivering rucksacks full of materials – you just basically donate that to the host player, and then that filters into how much uh, – I'm sorry, factors into how much reward you get when you go home. Gotcha. You know? uh, and should so, you mention influence is basically what you need to – Do just about anything. Yeah. Uh, mostly what I use it for is like you save influence up, and then you use it to buy outposts kind mm-hmm. of. So basically a lot of the structures you see in the <laughs> world can be purchasable, and you can make them like your own property that you've claimed them. The zombies can't get inside of them, and that costs influence. So it's, yeah. it's a currency that's also to do with your social standing amongst the other survivors. You can turn people into like heroes if you play with them a lot. So it depends on who you favor, and this kind of social structure builds its, mm-hmm. itself up. So Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's kind of you need it to do just about everything. So it really is like the driving force behind mm. the game. I find myself just like looting stuff and then going and selling it to other enclaves, which are other groups of people in the world. Um, because and I kept making Fallout references to. I'm like, oh, where's the Brotherhood Steel at? Got the <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, They're just like, great joke. Here, what do you have? <laughs> uh, yeah, selling stuff to enclaves seems to be like one of the best ways that I found to get influence. I didn't even know that. Yeah, you can you get influence for like killing zombies. Well, that's why I mostly would avoid the zombies because they're easy enough to avoid unless one of them like sees me and chases me. But I started killing them for the influence, and it's also getting headshots in this game is a lot of fun because mm. it's, it's satisfying. It definitely well, it definitely makes it easy for you to get them. Mm. Like aim vaguely in the head region, and you're gonna get a headshot. Like it's yeah. it's pretty easy, but because of that, it's like reliable and and it's it's fun to do. It's just yeah. like that explosion is is very exciting. I had a I had a feral like creepy crawl around a building and I was in the middle of nowhere low on stamina he just surprised me and I was like oh crap like mm. I'm oh. I'm going to die and I had this revolver on and I just went oh like this and the first bullet hit him in the head and killed him and I was just like that was really gratifying <laughs> Yeah, I just pulled myself out of a bad situation just by dumb luck. I actually had zombies infest my safe house. I think because I left the gate open. No, they pe- they periodically attack. They so do. Like, mm. The more hustle and bustle you have going on at your your base, like if you have a workshop, that's making noise. If you have a generator, that's Makes making sense. noise. Cool. The more people you have at your house, that's making noise, and then it builds up this threat meter. And you know, once it hits red or whatever, the attacks happen like every x minutes right so you have to fend them off it's not generally hard to defend your base though i don't think the game's hard really does it still do that thing that they did in the first one where the layout of your base is a colossal waste of space most of the time what do you mean Uh, well so like the biggest one that you could get in the first game was mm. like the auto parts warehouse yeah and you could use like a third of the space in there for actual functional parts yeah Yeah. i mean the aesthetic of the base is definitely the aesthetic (laughs) there are like this space has nine plots for you to use. You okay, know, so that's that's, yeah. that's the thing. Where it's yeah. like, I mean, that's fine. Like, have the plots, but also like, let me just like push that 
crane that I'll never ever use out of the way and put some couches there. Yeah, actually, like since a, a I started playing, they keep telling me to clean up clutter. They're like, if you clean up clutter, it will uh, increase your morale. And I'm like, I'm not cleaning during a zombie apocalypse. No, I'm going oh, to clean the clutter everybody. right here. How yeah. dare you? Oh, no, that's if you, like, one of your plots in the backyard is just full of trash or I think something. It is. And they're like, hey, clean this up and you can do build whatever you want here. I, mean, I, I haven't needed like, to build that much yet. I ain't yet. got time for that. Yeah, I'm like, I, I got Charlie? stuff to do, man. I'm What's that? Can you designate a Charlie and just have one of your base members just like be the janitor no you have to do it all yourself yeah um but yeah i mean we can talk about it a little bit more next week as well i'm actually not going to be here but ryan will be back he's a judge's week he is a judge's week so playing fun unannounced video game real quick before we continue i've got to say that the podcast is feeling more like a real show than ever because i'm actually going to do a live read on a sponsorship right now this is for our male listeners and it's brought to you by forhims.com a not so fun fact two-thirds of men experience hair loss by age 35 unfortunately by the time a lot of guys notice it's usually too late So if things are getting a bit thin up top or that hairline is a little farther away than it used to be, or maybe you've even seen bald spots popping up, you have the power to do something about it. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. ForHims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness that connects you with real doctors for medical-grade solutions for problems that maybe you're too embarrassed about to handle in person. No waiting room, no doctor visits, no snake oil pills or supplements they sell behind the counter at gas stations. These are prescription solutions backed by actual science. It's easy. You visit forhims.com, answer a few questions, a doctor will review and can prescribe accordingly, and products are shipped directly to your door. While supplies last, unlocked listeners can get a trial month for just $5 when they head to forhims.com slash podcast unlocked. This would cost hundreds of dollars from a doctor or pharmacy, so five bucks for your first month is a steal. Again, that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash podcast unlocked. Thanks. Now back to the show. Um, speaking of exclusives, <laughs> though, I did want to throw this is going to be weird for the audio version, but I did want to throw to this insane unboxing that Brandon and I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to chuck this into the video version. So if you're watching, if you're listening on an audio format, I don't need to say that to the camera. Um, it'll be on youtube.com slash IGN Unlocked, where we basically got, as part of the Sea of Thieves partnership with Chips Ahoy, mm-hmm. this giant because? chest that's full of just the strangest combination of things, including limited edition Xbox One controllers that are blue and have a Chips Ahoy logo. So the real question is, are there any of those left? They're all still here. (laughs) No. You can have the Chips Ahoy, but we... we, There were cookies. We both did eat some cookies yesterday, and then we looked at how many calories they were, and we're like, oh, I definitely that's a lot. I unboxed those cookies immediately. Yeah, yeah. you went right for it. But yeah, yeah, we just got this big wooden chest. It looked like a castaway chest from Mm -hmm. Sea of Thieves. Uh, and it was full of all kinds of weird, uh, not weird, all kinds of like Sea of Thieves swag to like put a crew together. Right. Four different Vmoto headsets, four controllers, four copies of the game, four. Uh, and the Xbox captain Live codes. Uh, headset specifically has like it's uh, engraved where yeah. the others aren't. Like it's yeah. like it says captain. Is and one of them, and they have it's these, really they different. have these gold <laughs> plates. The headsets have these gold plates, and one of them has the Sea of Thieves skull, and the other one just has a Chips Ahoy logo on it. I, I think the partnership <laughs> there is Chips Ahoy, like Ships Ahoy. Mm-hmm. Pirate stuff. I, I, no, boo. Right? That's if, that's, if that's what the line is, then boo. Yeah, so um, we'll play that video right now so you guys can actually see everything that's in there. But, enjoy your um, bad puns. It's so weird. So beyond that, uh, I think we were talking about last week a fair bit. Rage 2 is real and has a yeah. trailer. Yep. Did you yeah. guys all see it? It was. Dude. I didn't see I did. this coming. Neither. No, I just mean like they teased it for like a week and then they're like, hey, it's real. 
And then well, they it revealed got, the it got leaked mm-hmm. it got by leaked. Walmart. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they just went right into marketing mode. Yeah, so apparently, I mean, smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently they had always planned, uh, I think Pete Hines tweeted about this, they had always planned to have the trailer on the 14th. Oh, okay. So it was always planned that way. Mm-hmm. It's just that they moved the pre-teasing uh, ahead to mm-hmm. account for the mm-hmm. leak, uh, which I think is like really smart of their marketing team. Yeah, so that's good. I, that's flexible. Yeah. I thought I wouldn't like this as much as I did. Me too. Because like, I saw the teaser. I'm like, oh, that looks weird. I'm not going to dig this game. But then I watched the, the one that we're seeing right now in the video version. And I was actually like, I see what they're doing. I think it's going to be fun. I think the song choice in the trailer helps a lot. The punk? Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. yeah it's yeah. going to be interesting to see if it's as crazy as they're making it yeah, seem. Yeah, I mean, the design, I, I really love the design stuff. Mm-hmm. But punk rock apocalypse is like my favorite kind of apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm just like, this is just, just a weird out of left field thing where it's like, oh, Rage 2 is here eight, right? seven, eight years later at this point. Yeah. It's just like, well, that's what we were okay. saying last week is like, what, who wanted this? But Here's I, a, yeah. my Here. concern was like the first one I have beef with because it didn't let me progress. I got stuck and it sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is colorful, way more varied environments. Yeah. And yeah. it being uh, a team up with Avalanche who made the Mad Max game. Yep. Which is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Look, you and I can fight about anything. Like, Get out of here. The ground pound and fine. the jumping. I, I think. I, I don't know. This doesn't do anything for me. Um, granted, I didn't play the first game. Um, I liked, didn't love Borderlands, and this seems to take kind of a page out of that. Yeah, like, I don't like Borderlands. Like the crazy. What? Feeling, I know. I always feel yeah, like I don't no, like Borderlands. Oh wow! I, I love no. Borderlands. I mean, Most as, people yeah. do. Some as a big like tabletop really and RPG nerd, like like there are a million variations of stuff. So it's very Diablo esque. It's Diablo. I love Diablo. The Diablo loot system in a shooter, and I'm like, that's fantastic. Here's the thing: I see that, and I'm like, okay, I, I see what that is. I I would just rather that team have made another Mad Max game. Yep, mm-hmm. me too. I mean, here's the thing: I'm curious to see where <laughs> this goes because, you know, Avalanche taking over what I assume will be the vehicle half. Of, of the game and yeah. then id taking over the shooter half yeah. i'm into that combo sure but i just have no idea what that will practically look like mm-hmm. look i think this is going to be a shared world shooter you well think? it did say open world and they call the they call it a shooter verse it's more than an open world I and it's more don't than like a that shooter. it's lame it's it's just them coming like up four player co-op mean, kill the environment sort of game yeah no i think it's gonna be like destiny I don't know about that big. I, I mean, like looking at some of the yeah. stuff in the trailer, like you see, you know, you've got like the shock power and like some super punches and mm. like power jumps or whatever. Like you'll clearly yeah. have a bunch of like weird abilities. So like I'm assuming they'll probably give you like that makes sense mm-hmm. if you I, do have variable skills. And- it totally makes sense mm-hmm. because I mean, look at how many of the big publishers are making shared world shooters, shared world shooters. <laughs> Say it three That's times a, fast. Shared world shooters, shared world shooters, shared world shooters. <laughs> Nailed it. Did I, so, did I nail it? Flawless. Did. did I? Good job. I think it would be more like, <laughs> oh. I think it would be more like a GTA online sort of experience where like you can, Maybe. there's like a set number of players and then there's a, a refined number of experiences. But Destiny is sort of like, you could, any instance that you go into, you could constantly be running into different sorts yeah. of people. Yeah. And I think it'll be like one instance of 30 people maybe. on. You the think? Yeah. Everyone's maybe. just like running them up. But it's going, still, yeah, nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't spoken about any component of it being online. But, mm-hmm. um, and it's not a very Bethesda thing to do. You know how they had, I think it was the Game Awards last year. They had that trailer that was like saving single player games. Like they, yeah, they've, they've yeah, been yeah. very clear yeah. about their support of single player games. But this one specifically, my guess is they had to justify it. Shared World Shooter's. Yeah. So appealing to games investors. and services, man. Well, like that is because where the money it, is at right now. It keeps a loyal player base. It keeps people coming back. It keeps them spending mm-hmm. money on one thing, and you have to compete with less games if they keep playing your game. And it's like mm-hmm. I get why they would try to do that. And 
It looks different enough to the first one, but does it look different enough from Rage and Mad Max? Not necessarily. So it's like, what else is it? And I think in this case, like just the way it's set up, I can totally see it being a Destiny-like game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think one game that correlated a lot to Destiny was Monster Hunter. A lot of people felt that there were a lot of similarities, but Monster Hunter is structured much differently. Four people can join up and then go out and fight monsters. It's very instanced. Yeah. Yeah, So it's instanced. And I think that might be what we get here. It's definitely PvE and not uh, like tons of people. And I I think that would be pretty likely because just watching the trailer, it looks like a lot of those are just uh, scripted enemies. And if you're Mm. playing with friends, it'd probably be like two to four. Yeah, I can see it being like a more of an optional thing. Yeah. Like, you know, with State of Decay, like you can totally play the whole game on your own but mm-hmm. potentially if you want to invite friends for some wacky nonsense yeah. you can yeah. totally oh yeah and monster hunter was hugely successful we know anthem's doing the co-op pve yeah. sort of experience mm-hmm. and i could see this sort of jumping into the is into anthem, it lightly is anthem not gonna have a focus on pvp that we know they about haven't yet? mentioned anything about pvp yet interesting about anthem. okay um yeah totally i mean you know activision's got destiny ea will now have anthem bethesda's got this and this does seem like it's very much a co-op game just thematically based on the trailer that we saw mm-hmm. you have those two crazy punk apocalypse folks like <laughs> arm in arm and then yep. you've got one person chucking a grenade to the other one who's hitting it with a bat like it does seem like They've they intentionally w- shaped it as being they want you friendly. to feel like hey me and my friends are going to have a great time in this mm-hmm. crazy wacky world and uh, it's too it's way too early to pass judgment on any of this i mean i'm yeah. a thousand times more sold on it than i was a week ago or than when i saw the live action teaser because i also yeah. thought that yeah. was kind of dumb the whole lead up and then the teaser i'm just like i'm not going to be interested in in this at all then the gameplay i was like Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. That doesn't seem anything like what you've shown me this mm-hmm. far. I'm I'm more interested now. Yeah. I wonder if the leak probably hurt them because they didn't get to tease it the way that they wanted to. We were just mm-hmm. like, oh, Rage 2 and everyone just made assumptions and we totally did too. It's like... It's a good question. Yeah. That really like screwed them up. But now we're all pleasantly surprised. But yeah. like with how deftly and Hopefully. agilely they handled it, you know? Like, they did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... I. I it doesn't seem like I heard him that much, but yeah, who knows what they would have had revealed you yeah. know, rather than just like a series of images with 514 mm-hmm. scrawled I mean, on them like in hot pink at some point. Like, yeah. I, I really think like we wouldn't have seen more than we already have aside from that first initial tweet about like stop leaking. Yeah. And here's the other thing is like I get everybody's coming out with shared world shooters, but I nailed it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Red Dead hits in October and it's going to have an online suite that. Yeah, this we is already out know works. Spring 2019, I oh, think does is it? what they said. Okay. Yeah. It's, so it's coming out the same time as Anthem? Yeah. Sorry. Well, because, yeah, I mean, Bethesda, we'll see it in fall. Bethesda in recent years has become the king of, hey, here's a game. It's out in six months, you know? Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised that it's actually spring 2019. And it's part of my logic is why I think it might be like a big multiplayer experience. It's like they're taking a longer time and that they need a longer marketing cycle to be able to sell us on what the concept is. Yeah. Potentially. I think E3 would be really telling because if they're after Red Dead and they're competing then with Anthem, mm-hmm. um, I think those are going to be. You know, this is all speculation, so those games could be nothing alike in the end. But um, it'll be really interesting to see how they both perform at E3 this year. Yeah. Yeah. Are we? I don't know if we're getting to play Anthem, but I'm so curious about that game. But no, well, Anthem yeah. playable at EA Play. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. neat. Oh, man. Anthem um, and Battlefield. I guess it just got a name today. Battlefield Five. Battlefield. Really? I think it's V. I. It's Battlefield Five. <laughs> like, but they've never done that before, and I no. But I think it's supposed to stand for Victory. Oh, because it's World War II? Yeah. Right? Supposedly. Oh, it's supposedly World War II. Bad. The reveal stream uh, to get into that is May 23rd. So we'll find out more information then. And Call of Duty's tomorrow morning. So that might be by the time. Yeah, I don't know. Up. 
Yeah. Um, before I've missed we a lot on, the last couple of weeks. No, things are happening. <laughs> well, yeah. it's all it's all that pre-E3 rumors of speculation. Like, it's going to have a Battle Royale mode. And, like, nobody is on the record confirming it. Of course this stuff, yeah. really. But um, we all have fairly, like, jumbled ideas of what all yeah. these games are going to look like. So It's just so much to keep track of right now. It's, it's just this crappy hurry-up-and-wait period right yeah. now. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I just want it to be two weeks already. I'm so- actually enjoying May, though, because... It feels like the pre-E3 where we're getting exciting information, but with enough time to process it all because it's slower. And to get excited about it. Yeah. Too. And it's I'm, not like, here's two hours. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. this is two hours of too much. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of nice. I'm really bummed about the Walmart leak, though. I, I like being surprised. Me too. And yeah. I kind of give away some, some good stuff. Yeah. It always happens. See, I was out last week, but so the only one that I really heard about overtly was Rage 2. So I'm still pleasantly dying that that, Well, it's so. because that was the one that was least believable, I think. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So. I saw that on Twitter. And I was like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which one? Rage 2. Oh, okay. We won't tell them what the others are. It's fine. Yeah, please don't. If you spoil yeah. this for no, me, I'll be mad at you guys forever. believable is absolutely Forza Horizon 5. So You're right. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. it was Forza Horizons 5. There was an S on the end mm. there. Also. So we're getting two? I saw, uh, I saw so many yes. comments. Please on, no. <laughs> I saw so, so many comments on Leah last episode saying... Um, that we should expect two horizons this yeah, year. Yeah, maybe four and five. It's so yeah. silly. Um, four and five. Before we move on from Rage, I would like to mention. see Forza Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. I like that a lot. Where did you race giant dinosaurs? <clears throat> XV. I'll go with that. That's be right. Funny. Wouldn't that be super I'd fun? Be super down. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is definitely a trade. A Sony, a yeah, Sony yeah. studio, and a Microsoft studio <laughs> come together to make something right? nobody this asked for. Gorilla Playground coming yeah. soon on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, before we move on from Rage, which we already did, moving back to it, I just want to say it's set on post-apocalyptic Earth, where 80% of the population has been wiped out by an asteroid, meaning it's not a sequel to Rage, I think. Um, and you play like a ranger of the wasteland. And it seems like it's set it's a prequel. on Earth. Don't know. Pre-sequel. Wait. Borderlands a pre-sequel. Did a media... <laughs> Did a, if it does take place after Rage, that would mean that a meteor hit post-apocalyptic Earth and created a new post-apocalyptic it's post post Earth. I don't think it's related it's to post, Rage post-apocalyptic. One. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it has to be related to Rage One, right? Where did that game take place? Earth. Shrug. Vegas? I, I played like three hours of that game. Yeah, I never I played enough of it to learn. I never. I don't know. The I most played I've, ten hours. I learned that there was a desert and a sewer system. There were some cool yeah. Easter eggs in there. Yeah, right. From Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know where it's set, but uh, interested to see that, and I hope that some of the uh, advertising stuff was centered around London, like Big Ben, mm-hmm. but I wonder if that's just them trying to like tie into punk culture. Maybe it won't actually be set in the city or anything. What is punk about Big Ben? Like London. that's yeah oh the birth of, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> like historically that's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right jr I thought you meant the actual clock tower I was like, no it's the most punk <laughs> that's building so ever. punk it's the most punk you look at the houses of parliament and you're just like oh yeah look, yeah. Fight the system. Yeah. look at those ways, the look at those ways those hands move they don't give a sh- <laughs> <laughs> but stop okay stop. you have not played Red Dead Redemption but no, you've I have seen not. it but I have seen it in person god it's a very pretty video game yeah tell us about it I mean the things oh, that, man. that I like I've read a lot of interviews online and tried to get more information about it because you know I kept saying I want to see gameplay it turns out a lot of what was in the trailer was gameplay so obvious yeah I mean well you know as anyone who's played around with the Rockstar editor in GTA 5 would know like you can do a lot with yeah. the actual in-game engine and right. so like a lot of the shots in the trailers that we've seen like that first trailer that they dropped that was just all the locations and stuff like every single shot in that was done like that like that's wow. load in the world gameplay um wait so did they use the editor and just go back i, over I the mean gameplay? i don't know exactly how they did it or, or well i guess i assume more, as much that's it was a similar tool well, more poignant least. i guess would be the gameplay that you saw is there like a, a hud or easily so the gameplay that we saw had a very 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 minimal hud okay um, it, it did have one 
Well, so there, it wasn't like the but, HUD that you can turn on. And but off. it was a HUD. No, there was kidding. a HUD. Yes, <laughs> HUDs confirmed. Um, no, it's so what we saw was almost nothing on the screen HUD wise, except mm. for. Uh, the interactions menus that came up because they had this new interaction system where yeah. you can not only like in Red Dead One your options were pretty much only to shoot somebody or not shoot somebody, mm-hmm. and in this there's a whole bunch of goo in between <laughs> mm-hmm. to dive right. into. Sort of shoot somebody. No, like I mean, <laughs> instead of locking on, like if you lock onto somebody with your gun out, then you'll point your gun at them. Yeah, yeah. But if you lock onto somebody with your gun holstered, it'll be like, oh, what do you want to do with this person? Do you want to say hi? Do you want to be like f you, buddy? Or do you want to be like give me your money? And can you do this to anyone? Um, yeah, anybody, like any of the NPCs that you oh. walk by. is like, And apparently like those conversations can be like legitimate branching, branching talks. Yeah, from what I read, it turns out some of them seem to be able to turn into like slight side quests. Well, I think the idea is sort of that that's everybody. It's crazy. That if you decide to – like so there's – you know. There, there's a guy riding on the trail after we were hunting in our demo and like he, you know, politely like tips his hat and nods at us like, hey, like good job getting that deer. That's a nice load of meat you got there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the our player just <laughs> he goes, sounds like a great dude. <laughs> he was super <laughs> nice. Great job. That's a good load of meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but no. And so, you know, the, the guy who was driving the demo, he, he had Arthur just be like, oh, thanks. Thank you kindly. And then kept on riding but like apparently you could just like turn around fall into step with him and like have an ongoing like i don't know if you can have like a freeform fully scripted conversation or anything but you can keep interacting with him Mm -hmm. on i guess the best way to put it because i don't really know how deep that discussion system goes you can keep interacting with them on like an emotional level like you can choose to keep well so like you can choose to keep antagonizing the first yeah. person that talks to me I'm not letting them out of that conversation loop until <laughs> exactly. one of us are dead I mean no that's the thing is like you can essentially you know you'll You're be able to it, it's, sort, it's sort of a system where you know you've you've got relative prompts for like how you want to handle the situation instead yeah. of like specifically going to say like oh you have a cool looking horse there partner you know so like, oh, that's a, a horse. like a mass effect wheel way where it's like paragon or renegade I mean, not. I mean, it's definitely not that binary. Like, it's sort of like you can be a, you can be aggro to somebody, and you can be friendly. But then you can also there are like a couple of other options. Apparently, mm. if you go aggro, are you uh, down the aggro path at that point? I don't know. Can I go aggro? Then be nice. Then be <laughs> aggro. Back. I mean, we'll see. Like just no just just until they're, they're like, "What do you want?" You're seriously gaslighting no. like well, everybody. So, on the, the, well, this is the cool here. thing <laughs> that I really like about it is that no, you can't because okay. they'll a hundred percent be like, "You're being a dick right now. Stop it." And if you don't, they'll be like, no, like, and they'll like pull out their gun and they'll be like, oh. no, like, yeah. stop being a dick or we're going to have a problem. Like, if you go to a bar in town and you start like being aggressive, causing a ruckus. Yeah. If you start causing a ruckus, like, the, the sheriff and his deputies right. will yeah, walk up to you. And it's not like in Red Dead One where it's like, one star, you're going to get yeah. shot in a yeah. firefight. They'll walk up to you and be like, hey, do we have a problem here? Listen, so like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Cool. I like that. Where, and awesome. so, like, they'll, they'll actively try and diffuse the situation. That's cool. Without, Having to get you into a violent altercation, of course. One of the on things I read was a lot of GTA yeah. Five is if you like bump into a character, they just dropped their coffee cup. That's what they mostly had yeah. was like as a reaction is just that one yeah. animation, and they're trying to like evolve beyond that to be like, well, we want other characters, other NPCs to react to a lot more strongly, so yeah. you feel like everything in this world has a place. Exactly, and that's the thing where it's like you know everybody. Uh, Krupa talks about this in one of the previews that he wrote, which y'all should check out because they're yeah. great. Also read John Ryan's. Yeah, also read my stuff, but well. like. Read all the stuff because it's all very good. We we had um, an embargo uh, what last week, and there's just a ton of Red Dead impressions right now yeah. on on the site. Um, lots of lots of great info in there. Um, 
But so like there, there's this concept that like everything works sort of on a schedule, like the way that it's supposed to be. So it's like not only will the sheriff interrupt you from causing a ruckus, but like if you ride into town, he'll just be like doing his job. He'll like yeah. go, make rounds to the shop. He'll be like, hey, Chuck, everything OK? Cool. Great. See you later. Like the shopkeeps will unload trucks or not trucks, but like wagons and <laughs> yeah. do their own thing instead of it just being that everyone's going nowhere. You yeah. know, like there are NPCs in They're GTA Five. They're not my just God. they have they have they have lives. I yeah. hope there's like, a Dolores Easter egg in there from Westworld where she drops a can and it rolls into the street. <laughs> that would be very oh good. my goodness, go romance off. But I mean, yeah, I and mean, that's really like the. Are you kidding? She's insane. As, as <laughs> raz it was to see this this gameplay demo, and it, I mean, it was a. I've rarely gone to an like initial preview demo and had it be 45 minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was crazy in that sense, um, but. It seemed that even though they're introducing all these crazy systems and like this super, 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 super detailed world, which and it, it's like blows my mind sort of what they're doing just on that front where it's like everything on Arthur's character model and everybody else's is like independently rendered. So like his suspenders are not just part of his shirt. They're yeah, a separate he thing. Gets like study progressively depending yep. on the activities he's taking and will stay that way until he changes clothes. Yep. I remember playing, uh, I think it's, it happens in Arkham Asylum where the further you get through the game, the more tattered your yeah. thing oh, is. Yeah. And exactly. just being yeah. like, ooh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's sort of like a, in Arkham, because it was earlier tech, it's just like it was as really you impressive hit points the in the story. Right. Right. It's, it's like as there's a cutscene that ruins your cape a little yeah. bit more. And then you'll see that kind of city, damage. But like, like during, cool. during a fight, it, it reacts like that as well. Yeah. So like when you're almost dead, he's like basically naked. <laughs> he's like, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, this is like the It's like Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine game. You can literally just be a skeleton. Yeah, there's just like chunks of flesh are missing from you. It's cool. Listening to you guys describe like the real time sort of emergent ways that these characters uh, have the world imprinted upon them through dirt or five o'clock shadows or yeah you 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 grow hair your hair grows yeah I, I had a you question. grow hair okay twenty eighteen look okay one of the biggest jokes we make about Rockstar games it's like one of the few things that's memeable is that you walk into a barber shop and then you you walk grow out with hair bro. yeah yeah and you're like you don't yeah. have any and then you're like boop and what's the noise it's like ding think when you're like going through the menu yeah, and like selecting yeah it's especially san andreas but it's like that's such <laughs> yeah. a silly thing it is like well no but we want our games to be taken seriously so you grow hair and you have to actually get hair cuts so have your beard shaped or whatever mm-hmm. to like well, maintain yeah. it yeah i mean and, i don't necessarily think that that's <laughs> sorry I, yeah i don't think that's necessarily a response to that sort of like meme ability i mean i think it is not, yeah. it's a nice factor but it's also that thing of like trying to keep the world like we know you know we're not actually it's a, it's an unrealistic world simply by the fact that it's back in time. But like it's trying to make it as believable and real as possible. Mm. And like having the fact that you know you if you want to have a mustache, you have to grow a mustache and shave your Consistent. facial hair into yeah. a mustache. Like, wait, um, whoa. Can you actually sculpt your facial hair? I have no idea, oh. but I really hope so. I imagine you can get a mustache if you want. Yeah, you could probably just shave it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure. And then you know, it'll grow. Yeah, but I, I'm not talking like, all right, you, you, you mean like there's well, a dome. You want a mini beard. game? Yeah. Like, That's what I want. I, I can I move my cursor to be like, where are my chops start? I really right want a here. don't slit your throat with a straight razor mini game. I think <laughs> you two would be only people who would play that. I would not play that in that alone. I'm sorry, you're wrong. That's what we're trying to ask this question for. So in addition, with the hair growing mechanic, which is really awesome when I read about that, there's decay on the animals that you hunt. So yeah. what I want to do is never shave. See the how, filthiest, how, how gross and disgusting so, I get. Yep, money, and don't change your clothes. Have the first deer that I kill on the back of my steed the entire game. Okay, so I have a rotted, disgusting deer, and I look like a monster, and I just interact. With so the question, way that I understand why? it, just because I want to see if the how how weird like, can the game get? How weird can I make Red Dead Redemption? What's the third act of that plan? Do you like shave and put on a suit and like it's an I episode of Undercover? Work, I'm like, 
is a monster I made, everybody. <laughs> Why mean, do you have a dead deer there? He's, he's a wild man. So, like, every, uh, to my understanding, yeah. everyone's just going to avoid you. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, oh. so it's the thing stink. of, like, you know, the guy riding past us in our demo, like, he noticed that we had just killed, like, a four or five point buck, and we had a bunch of rabbit pelts hanging off the thing, and he was like, hey, nice job. Similarly, if you kill a deer or a bear or whatever and have it strapped to the back of your cart, like it will rot and it will get gross. And like, not only will people be like, that's weird and or disgusting, but like animals around the world will be like, Hey, I could eat that. And Oh, there's a live one there too. I could eat that too. And so like, there's like the, that ecosystem is more than it sort of was in the first one, and in GTA oh, that's Five. Cool. Okay, so this theoretically, might, yeah, this might be morbid, but does the same system apply people? to yes. people? At least as far as I know. So you could just um, like your first bandit you kill, drag him around on your horse to hunt, essentially using him as a I mean, I think lure. I think that that might. I can't say yay or nay to that okay. entirely. I think that would yeah, be a super yeah, cool, assuming, if not incredible. So Jr., you made the game. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, well, that's <laughs> the thing. Is, like we we had a really really. Good long talk um, with one of the co-studio heads, this guy Rob Nelson, and he was super into that, like going up and then talking about sort of like how everything kind of feeds into itself yeah. and how it how you can, you know, use those realistic systems to to your favor in the game world. So like he was telling us a story where he was out in the wilderness and he had killed a buck, but he also got like spooked by a bear, and so he killed the bear too. And he was like, "Hey, I want both of these, but I can only fit one thing on my horse." So because the horse-breaking minigame is back, he just went, found a wild horse, broke it, and then with his horse that was still, like, his and, like, whistleable to follow, he put one on the back of his horse and then one on the back of the other one and just, like, kind of let it down the road back to town to sell everything. Real talk, though, a horse can carry a bear? No, Mm. it can't carry a whole bear, but you can grotesquely skin an animal and then put parts of it onto the back of your horse. You have to break two horses to take a whole bear back. I mean, I don't know if you can take all of the bear once you decide what to do with it, but I'm sure you could get a. It sounds a lot like Oregon Trail. You can only take 85 pounds of meat. <laughs> I mean, but like really, like a horse can't carry yeah. that much. I mean, it, it 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 makes sense considering the lengths they're going through to like make your character dirty and grow your facial hair. Like it totally makes sense to keep yeah. it as consistent as possible. I mean, the all way of this stuff probably sounds so trivial, but I think the detail is really impressive. It's like I think this oh is no, all really yeah. Cool yeah. Stuff. that's yeah. it's not at all. It's, it's awesome. It's the little details that make this stuff. Impressive. Yeah, totally. That's what's so impressive about Rockstar in general. I think is like the way they do that stuff there's a really cool story or uh, explanation that they talked about while we were touring the studio about how they sort of designed the worlds and build stuff into it and it's for gta 5 for example like you have michael's house okay well they start with the rocks that go down the driveway okay does this rock look good next to this rock cool does those two rocks look good as a driveway cool does that look good as a driveway for this house cool does mm-hmm. that house look good on next to this one and next to that one does that neighborhood does like does that street yeah. belong in that neighborhood does that neighborhood belong in that part of the city mm. and so on and so forth until you get the entirety of san andreas wow um and so like taking that into this new generation of consoles like with the horsepower of the ps4 and the xbox one yeah. like horsepower yeah he said nay before also and I just want to be like, ding. I said neighborhood. No, no, no. You said yay or nay. And I was like, oh. Uh, nice. Are we just going to start telling, like, let's put a horse yeah. reference yeah. counter uh, down there? Did you bring a pencil? You're uh-huh. a two. I did, yeah. Here, You're so I've two. got two right now. Let's just um, trot along to the next subject. Uh, uh, no, see, that, no, you can't, you can't like, try and get it. You just, you got to, it's got to be organic. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. It's got to be, it's got to be emergent gameplay. Uh, I did also want to talk about the camp stuff, um, just because I haven't oh, yeah, for sure. my head around it. And then it seems like you have a camp and 
that's because Dutch's gang is being followed or chased. You have to move the camp regularly, but you have to maintain the camp. Like you have to bring your resources and money back to it. So if you go off and do side stuff and then you come back, they'll be like, where have you been? Mm. And you have to kind of manage your relationships yep. there also externally. So it's, I, I, there's, there's this notion where, you know, it's not necessarily like fallout. I don't think where if you do, if you ign- like, they don't want it to, kind of ruin the fun of existing in this mm. world. If you say, if you know, if you do want to go out and have gross animals rotting <laughs> on the back of your homeless man horse yeah, I do. <laughs> for like a month at a time um, and then come back to progress the story. So it's like the, the camp is this super intricate like network of people who you do interact with and like they'll be where you sort of go to start your quote story mission then a bunch of side missions too. Like they're sort of trying to blur that line where it's just like instead of having like the little, you know, J pop up for a John Marston mission, you just sort of like go to camp and he's like, hey, let's do a thing. And then you're like, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if you do go out and you come back after a while, they'll they'll say, you know, where were you or they'll acknowledge it and maybe give you a little bit of shit for it. But that's not going to like inhibit or impede your progression to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounds but, so much more dynamic. And I, I get that because some people maybe don't want to worry about that management stuff. So yeah. they want to like force it. Well, that's, and that's the thing, you know, it's, it's that notion of putting fun before all else. Like have it, have it be realistic, but don't make it not fun. Like the whole thing with, you know, taking uh, rabbits and stuff and, and hunting, like the deer is going to rot off the back of your horse. Cause they don't want you riding around with a disgusting horse on the, like just a carcass on the back of your horse for a month. Well, um, I how I want to play. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But no, like you can get like squirrels and rabbits and stuff that you'll put in like your side pouch and that yeah. stuff won't rot because, you know, it's, it's in a pouch. Used, it's in a pouch. It's been wrapped in wax paper or whatever. Yeah. We'll put that um, Science. But so like <laughs> oh, the camp we'll stuff, it's, yeah. it's less about, you know, like, I don't know if there's going to be, I don't think there's any like base building or stuff like that. It doesn't yeah, necessarily doesn't sound like right. it, but it's not necessarily you're going to come back and it's like, you know, Bill Williamson's died of dysentery because you didn't clean the water hole. Like, you. <laughs> they can take care of themselves. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's yeah, like, the, it, the it is a functional build. camp where your absence will be noticed, but just like the sheriff makes his rounds, the doctor makes his rounds, yeah, like everybody yeah. at camp has their own jobs. <clears throat> like, every, everything runs on this schedule that's just like. You know, somebody gets up in the morning, it's their job to, like, get a fire going for the cook, who's the cook's job to, like, get a deer or a buck or and, a bear. And, John, that happens organically, right? Yeah. It's not something you set. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, like, you can help. Like, so the demo that we had started with the cook being like, hey, like, we're low on meat today. Like, can you go get some food? Yeah. And, like, you could totally not do that. Like, you'd just be like, nah, I'm just going to, like, go into the woods and shoot dudes. Yeah. Um, or birds, whatever <laughs> is up what to you. What dudes know? are hanging out in those woods? You'd be surprised. Bandits. Oh, bandits. Um, is it you? I, no, angry dude. <laughs> like creepy and, no, There was an angry man just like camping in the middle of the woods <laughs> for a demo. Destin just looks up, cool. full beard. <laughs> well, it was it was weird because like we rode up and like we weren't being. <laughs> Honestly, if I ride out there now and I find like if if whatever the online component ends up being, if I can just like ride into the middle of the woods and find you just like standing there, <laughs> no like, noises frighten you. Just, like, <laughs> Surrounded by dead animals. It's, it's like, like you've literally just gone oh, feral. Wow. Um, be my oh, I love that. Yeah, for me, I can't wait to play this. Yeah, I can't wait to watch you. We were obviously <laughs> already really excited about Red Dead Redemption Two, but this has made me like 
not excited about it as another Red Dead game, but excited about it as a video game that seems to be pushing the medium of video yeah. games, which yep. we expected Rockstar to do. But yeah. like reading the, the details of this stuff is like, damn, man. Like, yeah. I, I don't care what setting this is in. I want these things in video games. Yeah. So I'm excited to that's yeah. finally it's get to play. sort of what they do, right? Every five years, yeah. they're like, well, right. we're going to drag, I mean, that's, that's drag the, the medium forward with a lot of money yep. and a lot of technology. But I mean, like you kind of have earned that. Like when you make the most profitable entertainment medium of all time, like yeah. you kind of earn that right to be like, we're going to take eight years to make a video game. Oh, I, I don't think anyone's complaining about it too because, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you still write about GTA on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. For work. Yeah, so. there was just news about it yesterday, two days ago. <laughs> it's, but the, I mean, the single-player DLC thing sucks that we didn't get DLC for... Um, GTA 5 and they promised it. That uh, sucks. People complain about that. It does. The heists were phenomenal, though. Yeah, the heists were great. Yeah. Um, so was the did that officially get kiboshed? I missed that. I don't think they... I don't think it has. They like, never officially, officially kiboshed it. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. I, I never saw the tombstone, but... Yeah. I mean, I'm still willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, like... Yeah, I mean, if anything, yeah. we're literally maybe just ha- we're know. literally just having a conversation about how Rockstar does things on their own time because yeah. they've earned the right to do that, sure. and we're like, well, it's never gonna. Well, I mean, that's It'll the be thing like the ten year anniversary, like, and they'll be like, you thought yeah. you were away from yeah, GTA exactly. Five? No, yeah. you're not. Yeah. By the way, I just want to call out Alana Pierce. She said this would never happen. And damn it, Rockstar. Yeah, we'll see. You're like, they know my name. God. Um. So there's a little bit of news, not not tons, and we can get through it pretty quick. Um. Cliffy B's studio, Bosky Productions, has shut down. He said on Twitter that uh, Lawbreakers was a great game that unfortunately failed to gain traction and that Radical Heights was a last-ditch attempt to make their own take on the huge battle royale genre, but it was too little too late. So he's taking some time off. Uh, Have to give condolences to everyone who worked. At yeah. the studio, of course, this kind of thing sucks, and it is hard making video games, and we forget that. You know, it's you a think, tough you, business. Yeah, I mean, it's even thinking about Battleborn, like those games that like people are so invested in, and they try so hard to market these things, and they don't work. And uh, did any of you play Lawbreakers? Yes, Lawbreakers. I actually, I actually I went, enjoyed that. I went to the first preview event. I actually went out to Boss Key. God, that had to have been twenty sixteen something yeah. uh, years ago in Raleigh. Um, and they did the presentation and walked us through the office and they had a whole setup and their team was super jazzed about the game. Mm-hmm. And what I played, I really, really, I mean, they were all, looking at the footage right now, if you're watching the video version, there's so many characters. When yeah. I played it, there were five. Um, but what I took away from that game is just like, man, that studio really knows how to make a game feel good. Yep. Yeah, you know? I agree. Moving around, shooting, the assassin's grappling whip thing, like yeah. that was just next level to me as far as like how it felt to play the game. I think Radical Heights um, has a lot of potential as well, and they did say the servers will be up for the near future, so if you haven't yeah. played it, you can. But it was fun. I really liked the aesthetic and the design yeah. of Radical Heights. Actually, it was really really interesting, and it was sad that so shortly after that, and like, oh, I could see potential here. It's a little glitchy, but they could probably fix that up. And they're like, oh, we're closed. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, sure it the sounded ideas, like a pivot. Yeah, the idea is not seeming original is probably what really hurt them in marketing. But yeah, yeah I mean, I've seen people say some pretty awful things to Lazinski after this happened. It's like, no, everyone who was working there is so passionate about video games. Mm-hmm. This is the guy who made Unreal and, you know, worked on Gears, which we mm-hmm. adore. So best of luck to him and the rest of that team. He has yeah. a very cute dog that he said he's going to hang out with. So um, <laughs> good. Shout out to That's what, that dog. is always a good condolence very, is to hang yeah. out with a good dog. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see some cool stuff. Yeah, I'm that curious years. if he'll go back yeah. to the Coalition, go back to Epic. Uh, he did share on his Twitter as well a bunch of things that would be really hard to explain, but oh, concepts he yeah, had. Yeah, really yeah, cool yeah. concept art for games. Yeah, really cool like sounding stuff. That Samurai Dude, Dragon, Dragon game was real cool. That yeah. one I was super sold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that game looked really cool. Yeah. Yep. So he's still got plenty of ideas in him, and hopefully um, we can see more of those yeah. come. We have not seen the last of Cliffy Bay. Yeah. Uh, the next one, which I think is really funny, Uh-oh. there's a Monster Hunter movie in mm-hmm. development starring Mila Yo- Jovovich. Jovovich. Um, Mia Jovovich. So 
Thank you. I, even when this was announced, I was like, wait, really? Uh, yeah, the budget is $60 million. It's set Six, to shoot. $60 million. Set to shoot in South Africa. And it, get, it gets weird. It was already weird. Okay, I'll let you finish. Anderson first revealed his interest in tackling Monster Hunter back in September 2012 <clears throat> and said the film will focus on an average American who is yanked into a parallel world filled with monsters. Quote, mm-hmm. then eventually the par- parallel world ends up becoming ends up coming into our world. So mm. we have the creatures from Monster Hunter invading our world. This is the same guy that directed the Resident Evil movies, right? Yes. Okay. There's so many things wrong with this. Um, First off, (laughs) you realize this is an entire franchise about giant monsters and your budget is 60 million. Mm -hmm. I don't... How's that CG going to look? I'm going to really hope that they spend that... No, I'm going to hope that they spend 55 million on practical effects. Like little teeny tiny, yeah. I, I, or if he decides to make a really terrible B movie out of it, where it's literally just like a Godzilla action figure you can get from the store, like spray painted yeah. red for, to be an I engine. I would F. watch that, right? Sixty million dollars, exactly. Movie. They're like, no, no, just low angles, low angles, get yeah. lower. A lot shoot of horse perspective from the bottom. It's just so Monster Hunter to me. One of my favorite things about Monster Hunter is that. It, <clears throat> the monsters aren't necessarily angry. Like, you're going into their space, you're hunting some of them sometimes just for cool clothes. Yeah. Some of them, it is the case that they're angry at you, but it's like they <laughs> exist in an around. ecosystem and you are invading it. I think having the yeah, monsters... They're, they're animals. Yeah. yeah. Having the monsters invade Earth makes it sound like a monster battle, which is just not what Monster Hunter is about at no. all. It's so, so Monster Defender at that point? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the full quote is, an average American is yanked into a parallel world filled with monsters, but then eventually they invade. Yeah. Why See, do the monsters invade that? I because really, when he, when, clear, sorry, yeah, when, clearly, when, comes when she comes back yeah. to our world, when Mila comes back to our world, uh, the, you know, the, the, the rift or the portal or whatever mm. stays open, is open and, See, and an engine. But why would they? They're so happy where they are. Like, yeah, I feel like it's going to be like the end of Jurassic Park 2. It will. But it's not going to be all of the monsters. It's just going to be like one. It will. It will. Like if they literally just like redo that sequence, like with Jeff Goldblum and everybody else. hundred percent. With the rolling 76 ball. It'll be an Anginath stepping on a rolling 76 ball in the middle of, you know, every town USA. You know what? I want to see this movie. Get out. <laughs> I think that it's well, very the- it's easy to market a movie that's just called Monster Hunter to the Masses with like a girl who looks super cool and cool looking monsters and have it not be related to the franchise at all. Yep. That's marketable. I would watch that. But when you tie it to this franchise, I'm like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> have you played this game? I mean, I kind of like the idea of like the sort of like Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court angle for yeah. the first half of that, where it's just like, oh, okay, a normal person has to come into this world where cats can talk and are your sidekicks uh-huh. for things. I hope they have. Oh, no, the scene where the, the first time they meet the cat. But like, like, oh, you're so cute. They're not even going to include them. There'll there'll be. I I actually, they probably will. will. You know, I 100 percent think this. They totally will. No, no, that's the toy they can make. There it is. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. I uh, I 100% think this is going to be also like a a play with China. Like they'll get investment. Oh yeah, this will be huge in the internet. Look at look at Great Wall. Look at Pacific Rim. Like I I I mean, look at the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, I really do think we're going to see a lot of. Um, catering and and sort of um, creative decisions made for that audience. I'm, as well. I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that as yeah, well. I just don't know what this movie looks like it's outside the, of this terrible synopsis that I feel like I've seen before. The good news is we'll find out when they run out of that sixty million dollars and can't get any more. Seriously, seriously, it's insane. I mean, I mean, like that's still a huge budget. Like you can do a lot with that. I it's mean, just gonna. A, a thing that needs giant monsters, you? though. It sounds like a summer blockbuster, and I think it only succeeds if it's a summer blockbuster type movie. What other movies had a sixty million dollar budget? Does anybody know? Or oh, nothing <laughs> in, in recent years. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying uh, to think if there were comparable films. I, I think maybe. Well, 
The yeah. first Deadpool, that was like fifty million. That, and was that like, movie's great, and they even yeah. well they can no, play no. into it though. <laughs> yeah, that movie's great because the of the main character. Yeah. Like yeah. It, that, movie's, that movie's head. great yeah. because he has a mouth on him and he just cracks jokes the entire time, yeah. and it's hilarious. Monsters could do that. Yeah, they could have a, a Deadpool esque oh, monster. That's the thing is, you have to then animate a, a giant monster that can crack jokes. The whole time? No, voiced no, by Ryan. Reynolds. There were some good explosions in Deadpool. They I'm telling you, on the ship I'm telling whatever. you guys, Dude, practical I, effects, I'll Independence Day style right now. That's I like would, 40 bucks. <laughs> Me too. I would. I always prefer that. And you know that there's like six warehouses in Hollywood full of crap that no one's ever going to use. They're that gonna, they could just blow up and destroy. They're going to yeah. grab the T Rex from Jurassic Park one and just spray paint it red. I'm okay with that. And then like this is Andrew and just like add a fin on top. Fake wings on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mean, okay with that. They're gonna spray paint a bunch of plastic gloves red and like glue them to the side of his <laughs> Look, head. They're making Jurassic World three as we speak. Oh, like, hey, two is coming out. Oh, that's now. not a bad like, idea. They hey, could just be like, hey, can we just borrow this? What is that? Like, Universal? Is that Jurassic Park? Yo, hey, Universal, yeah, can we fun. just like co-op? Can we just borrow that like dino for like thirty minutes? Yeah. Do you still have that dinosaur model? Can we borrow it? Hey, question: uh, Is it okay uh, if it comes back red? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Don't I mean, worry. three four weeks, it'll come right off. Oh, they, they'll, they'll be fine. <laughs> it's gotta they can wear just off. Build another one for the money they're gonna rake in with the next Jurassic Parks. What's yeah, you're right, actually. It's true, yeah. It really is. What's funny is I think like even the the original T Rex was just a head on a uh, on a platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think that would still be too expensive for them <laughs> at this point. Yeah. It's it's crazy, but we'll we'll keep you guys updated as we find out more about that. Yeah. Um, I re- I honestly hope that it actually ends up being good. Yeah. Well, I hope all things people are creating end up being good, but you know, I just I can't see this anything other than hopeful. Resident Evil. Oh, I don't. I have high hopes, whatever, but no, I have, yeah. hope is fine. Expectations are another thing. <laughs> yes. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. All right. We got a couple of quick E3 updates. I'll keep this segment short. Uh, Square Enix is oh. having a conference for the first time in three years, but it's basically pre recorded. My guess is it might be like a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Style. I actually think that's a good move for them. I do too. Yeah. They, they have some stuff to show, but I don't think it would be enough to have. If they announce like a full hour of a conference, people might be disappointed. It's probably yeah. going to be mostly Kingdom Hearts 3. It's pre recorded. Yeah, It'll be think, more succinct to the point. We'll get to see more gameplay. Yeah. I think we'll yeah. probably see some Kingdom Hearts. I think we'll probably see some Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider? I think yeah. we might see some Final Fantasy. I'm still expecting Tomb Raider to show up on Xbox's stage, though. And this is Monday, June 11, 10 a.m. PT. So it'll Which be is, after It's Xbox. after Microsoft, yeah. yeah. So so I imagine we'll see like the big reveal trailer at Microsoft stage. And yeah. then Monday morning, we'll see the deep dive or. Yeah, yeah they got that Avengers thing, right? The Avengers uh, project? They yeah, have they the, do. Is that Crystal D? No, that's just Square. I don't know if that is Crystal D. Maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Crystal D had Team 2 that was working on the Avengers. Maybe it is. Yeah. I remember the team. Like, that's the one that I haven't yeah. followed. Because yeah. they don't At have all. Hitman no. anymore. Uh, that's Warner Brothers now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. wonder how long it is. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll for sure be covering it, of course. Uh, E3 is already crazy. And yeah. then we already oh. spoke about Battlefield. Uh, Borderlands yeah. 3, that's another one, is yeah. probably uh, not going to be at E3. This oh. is a really weird story. Um, Randy. So Randy, Randy sort of announced that in a weird way. Uh, he said, I could write it out now precisely and specifically that Borderlands 3 will not be at E3 and many of you will choose not to believe it. Many of you will find a way to <laughs> interpret the intent to suit what you want to believe regardless of what is true. Okay, Sounds but like, like he's saying it's going to be at E3. Randy, what's true? He could have just said it's not going to be is, E3. I don't think it's I, going to be, though, to be honest. This is like when someone says, I no, know. I absolutely don't have a secret. <laughs> Like I have if you not done anything wrong. I, I don't think it'll be there either. I think that's just over-explaining it, it's though. It's so hard. It's like, hey, it's not going to be there. If you I don't believe me, I don't care. I think he's trying to throw us off the set. I mean, maybe. It's definitely going to Here, be anything. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's clumsy enough that that might be the case. <laughs> no way. It's not going to be I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, but it could be a, like a setup just to stroke his own ego to be like, 
Remember gotcha. that tweet that I said? You all thought it. What's like the... What's and then he'll the, do a card trick. What's the upside outcome <laughs> no of that? It's like, like, like at E3, it debuts and he goes, ha, I'm a liar. You know? Yeah. Or, well, that's, that's, that's what exactly blows it. me I got you. away on... Like Arkham Knight did that too, where it's like, oh, it's totally not this character. It's totally not this character. It's totally this it character. Wasn't. It's like, ha ha, we lied to you and so you fell for it. That one was an interesting one because... Uh, supposedly they had written it as the Red Hood and then decided that they couldn't do that because, and I heard this from like an outside manufacturer, not from WB, so okay. scoops. Uh, but oh, man, basically they had, they had written it like it was Red Hood and then decided that they couldn't have it be him because they didn't want the player to know more than Batman going in. You're like, that's a weird dynamic. Yeah. If the player is smarter than Batman, who is this genius detective, so we have to change the character to make it this new character so that that doesn't happen. And I would think that that's like a, probably a licensing issue that they had working with DC. Like, yeah. I'm not sure. It was sure. totally who I thought it was the whole game. Yeah. I mean, same. Yeah. But the point is, like, most people couldn't look that up online when he was announced or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the idea, um, which is a really interesting case. And that's why it was announced so last minute. Yeah. When you saw, uh, I think they put it on Facebook, they put his character design up, and like, this is the Arkham Knight. When we all thought the Arkham Knight was Batman, it probably was. And then they had mm. to change it. It's like, very weird process, but that's how that worked. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how we got here, but... <laughs> Because uh, it's, it's bad to lie to people. Totally don't lie to, don't lie to your audience. Probably yeah. not Borderlands 3. We don't know. Um, totally instead be. of doing I trivia, which I probably shouldn't have. I probably just should have thrown you a button. But, trivia. you know, Ryan's out. We changed the rules. I'm not doing the games that are out this week. I, I want to do some really cool Xbox, like, wins is what I'm calling these, of things that were really cool that Xbox did that wouldn't necessarily be, like, a huge... Um, news break so one of them is a photo of a new xbox controller that was designed specifically for accessibility this was awesome. leaked by twi- twitter user it's h-o h0x0d it's the chips ahoy one right yes no yeah one. no it's like this kind of what rectangular white controller that has it's got grooved impressions on the top which could be for people who prefer to touch over sight so picture picture it looks f- like two turntables sort I'm of sorry kind picture of. a fight stick off. But instead of the buttons on the left, it's got two two big circles, two big pads. pads. Kind of, but cool. the size of small plates. I think the yeah the idea is that if you do not have the finger dexterity to press actual buttons, you can you can hit these awesome. big pads. Or, that's great. Yeah, that's really cool. Don't have a hand or something. Or if you yeah yeah, yeah. And it I looks actually like play with a lot of uh, I don't know uh, handicapped. I don't know what the proper term is, but um, they play Destiny with me often, and they say that they have a lot of difficulty or special versions of controllers yeah. that they've made so i'm really happy that microsoft has done this, this is an actually. awesome thing for them so to do especially awesome. because it's not profitable like it's just a thing that they're doing because it's you know uh abled gamer i think is the name of the charity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um they show so many like iterations to controllers that they've made themselves as a company and microsoft the, DI- the diy just, on that side is amazing yeah it's incredible awesome. it's really cool now i feel bad for making the chips a hoy joke <laughs> <laughs> you're fine i'm uh, fired but i think i think that this is uh really impressive and the other one is just that divinity original suit Sin 2 is coming to Xbox Game Preview. That's Mostly awesome. including this because I really love that game. I'm so It's so a really, 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 really good game. But also, just shout out to Game Preview. Um, you can play the first three hours for free right now. And right. then you can unlock the first act, which is around 20 hours, by buying the game. The it's first, a really good game. The first act is not a normal act of a video game. It is It is a long, long <laughs> time. And it's yeah. good. The story is really good. Mm-hmm. By the end of the first act, you know if you want to keep playing this game. Yeah. Cool. And I just want to give a shout out to generally like that whole program from Xbox <clears> where... We get game preview by playing on Xbox. We get uh, Xbox Insider, so you can basically beta test 
um, new dashboard updates. Like, there's so many awesome community features that I feel like don't get spoken about enough. And I just wanted to give them a shout out for that. That I think both of these systems are, are really, really cool. So yeah, yeah. Thanks these were, to Xbox. Cool. Great job, guys. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure the next couple of weeks will be more E3 news. I'm out next week. Ryan and Miranda will be back. Um, I'm also then, out next week. Okay. And then the week after that's probably Maybe. our E3 predictions. Out. Are you back? Are you back on Thursday? Fine. I'll just do the no, whole I'm, show myself. I'm going to my sister's wedding next week. Oh, nice. I'm. So. I'm. Are you going to my sister's wedding? Yeah. Brandon's going to be there. Surprise. Oh. Am I invited? I didn't know you knew each other. And if he's going to be there, I'm going to be there. I got to go. Right. No, I got to go get my <laughs> tux refitted. You guys ready to come to Australia? Let's go. Yes, 100%. 100% we go to Australia. Uh, Destin and I are going. Um, Work thing. Out of the town for a super yep. secret oh I'm doing that the week off super <laughs> secret work thing yeah a lot of E3 about. prep in this office right well, now y'all so. have fun I'm gonna no you're coming with you us went and no, actually no you, you need to go to yeah, no, I, I, already, I already did my super secret work yeah. thing for the year yeah. we're, we're gonna, gonna toilet paper your desk while you're out it's we're gonna be out of the country you have to take Alana to her sister's wedding <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm a great yeah. wedding host. Go to Australia. Yeah, you really yeah, are. No, 100%. Let's do it. Um, but before we wrap up the show, what's everyone working on right now that aren't secrets? Do you have anything that you guys are allowed to talk about? No. It's no one's allowed to talk about anything? Honestly, no. I finished the Destiny review for Warmind, and okay. I have been sort of like trying to regain my bearings since then because that was like 80 hours in a week of nothing but Destiny. Yeah. Love and Destiny. yeah, it's hard to like get back. Well, you can the, give that a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so I reviewed Warmind. Check go, that out. Go read Destiny's review. IGN.com. It's yeah. good. It was. Dan's like, is this really 5,000 words when I send him the original copy? Oh Why like, would you do that to an him? Expansion? He probably like, had like an no. So we got down to 3,000. And Good job. That's the Warmind review. Congratulations, Good job, buddy. You had a lot of thoughts. How long was yeah. your script? Uh, my video script? Uh, so that has to be 700 words. Yeah, I know. That's, why, that's yeah. why I was saying, how did that go? Oh, I just asked tons of stuff, <laughs> and I called out, and this, I'm like, please go read the full thing. And that's so it's, hot. it's the yeah, hottest thing to do. Yeah. Is like yeah. you, you finished, like, I think I wrote 2,800 words about Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, now get 700 out of it. I'm like, yeah. oh, why? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really hot Especially to do. I feel the, like I still made the prop, the points that people needed to hear in the video component, yeah. but See, they I can read more detail. I just leave it at like eight or 900 words, and then I just talk really fast. Yeah. I respect that. That's Don't. That's that's me getting under the line. Dan, Dan gets real mad at that. He does. He really does. I asked for seven hundred. Sorry, words. Dan. Give me seven hundred and forty. What are you working on right now, Jay? Oh man, lots. Um, uh, so I'm on the wiki team. If y'all don't know, E3 wiki um, is good. very helpful. For the a the E3 wiki. Uh, you can check out our huge list of all the games that we know are going to be there right now. Um, once E3 does hit, you can find all the games that do actually show up there, and then links to all these. Uh, subsequent wikis that we then create for all those games. Um, we're currently working on a bunch of cool stuff. Um, State of Decay 2. Uh, so when you get in there, we'll have a bunch of help for you. Being run by Miranda, Miranda, right? Miranda's doing that one. Are um, you guys still working on the Fortnite one like crazy? Still working on Fortnite. A lot of great Fortnite stuff. If you play, if you need some tips or help and stuff like that, uh, or if you just want to find out where all the weekly challenges and stuff uh, are, like all the, what is it this week? Uh, rubber duckies. Uh, yep. Those are, we have all the locations for those. Um, There's gold chests in PUBG now too. Are there? Oh no, there are. Yeah, apparently we'll get back like to gold chests just like showed up in the world. <laughs> oh weird! Um, I'm actually working on uh, the new Miramar stuff for uh, PUBG Mobile, cool. which is oh. super fun. And then I think Miramar oh, and we're still finishing up uh, God of War because <laughs> that game oh. is massive. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty big. Yeah. Oh man, you know what I just thought about in Red Dead Redemption Two? If you don't actually start quests and it's just like a guy that walks up to you and is like, mm. "Hey, partner." Come help me do I this am, thing. Like, how I'm do you run the wiki for that? I said this to, to the Hang out guys by the at campfire <laughs> when when I was there, and I was just like, "This is all super cool," and I'm really mad that it's not currently October 25th. But I am also horrified of writing this guide. Yeah, <laughs> like, are you going to be on it? Of course, I'm going to be on it. Okay. <laughs> all right. 
All right. Sorry. No, no. I mean, like, it's it really. This is probably going to be the first guide in a long, long time where everybody on the wiki's team will yeah. have to work on it. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. crazy. Uh, it's mean, like a Skyrim, what? Fallout Four. Even those didn't require everybody. Well, GTA really. Five. Yeah. Comparison. I mean, the sort of. Yeah. So yeah. People it's, are gonna want so. I mean, it's just like there's so much to dive into. Yeah. Like honestly, we talked about it for what 20, 25 minutes today, and like I could probably go for another hour. Jesus. But I won't. I thought about <laughs> it, but it was like we were. We were That'll gonna, be. We were that like, will we'll keep this episode short. And then yeah. we didn't. Actually, we're a little over an hour. Back there, it's happening. Uh, all right. What about you? What do you do? I'm hosting the Call of Duty live stream oh, uh, tomorrow morning. Red. Um, which well, Miranda will also be on the post show for that after we learn some more about it. It will have already game. happened by the time this goes up, I think. So. Will it? I don't know. Maybe. Either way, it'll still be up on the site, so you can check that out. Um, and yeah, I've been uh, playing State of Decay 2. Doug and I streamed it earlier in the week, and, and that footage is all up as well. So I think that's it, everyone. Twitters? Twitter. Oh, I'm um, US of JR. I'm at Charlanazad. It's my name in the middle of Charizard. Just my name, Brandon Tyrell. Destin Legary. See, you guys did it the smart, smart way. Yeah. yeah. About that. I, I actually just want my last name. I just want Tyrell. But there's this like 17 year old girl somewhere in the Midwest <laughs> who just posts pictures of her Frappuccinos the last time I saw. But I think she's gone quiet now. So. Someone has at Alana, and I'm very jealous. Yeah. Just having we'll at see. first name seems great, but. All right. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Unlocked. We will be back next week. We'll see you then. Toodles. Bye.